because you're a mid and we know it, it's the Mid Podcast, your podcast for random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can listen to the podcast wherever you stream your podcast, Apple, Spotify, or any podcast platform. You can also follow us on Twitter and YouTube at the Mid Podcast. And you can support the podcast by becoming a Patreon, going to patreon.com forward slash the Mid Podcast. And you can also cash app us at dollar sign the mid podcast you can also support the podcast by showing off your love for the podcast by getting you some mid podcast gear at the midpodcast.com which we need to change that we need to update and get some new gear going i need to work on that so i'm one of your hosts Catherine, here with fluff brendan hello who seems so very enthusiastic, and I'm the one with a migraine. Well, now I'm trying to read stuff. Why the hell are you trying to read stuff when you, we have the podcast? Because we are a wrestling podcast, and I'm looking for wrestling news. That's why. Well, there's lots of wrestling news. Like, major wrestling news. Yes. Like, Willow Nightingale saying she wants to wrestle one Mercedes. Well, who don't want to wrestle Mercedes Monet? Tony Khan also finally announcing, still not a North Carolina show, but AEW live events. Yeah. Which, he said they're going to be optional. Yeah. And it's for people to get more reps. Yeah, that makes sense. So... I mean, I can understand when you first started not doing it because you probably didn't really have the revenue to do it. But you've been around for four years. You probably got the revenue built up now. You've got an established fan base. Fuckers like us, not mentioning no names, would probably fucking go. Yeah. And you could do them around the area that you're in. So, like, say they do a show in, like, Charlotte. They could do a house show at the arena in Winston-Salem. Probably. They could do it at that, um, hockey stadium. That hockey arena we went to. Yeah. I mean, even they could do one in Greensboro, it ain't, but an hour and a half from here to Charlotte. Yeah. I think three hours from Raleigh to Charlotte. Could do one in a high school gym. I don't think they do that. No. But yeah, you could do a smaller arena. Yeah. You could do... Or hell, Charlotte's got two or three different arenas down there. They got the Spectrum Center. The Bojangles Coliseum. Yeah, so you put your, your live event at the Coliseum and then do a house show at the Spectrum. Why would you do that? The Spectrum's bigger. Well, I mean, you know, vice versa or whatever. You could do it on the uh, campus of Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, that's where they did the one in Norfolk at. Um, hell, it could even do one in fucking Elon. That's just too slow. Well. Well, it's a house show, so you really don't need, you won't get. 5,000 people. But yeah, that's good. 
Yeah. And it, it's not mandatory, so you're not making your big names go and risk the the potential of them getting injured. And now some big names might want to do it, but I really don't. I can see Kenny doing it. Matsu will probably do a few. I can see Danielson doing a few. Danielson could do a few. Claudio. Claudio. Maybe Hangman. You know who I don't see doing it? Who? Maxwell. Motherfucker don't wrestle as it is. Fuck no. But, um... Yes, I'm all excited for house shows. Yeah, interesting. Just more things to spend money on. Thank you, Tony Khan. That man gets enough of my money as it is. Now he's forcing me to buy a fucking Jacksonville gear. No, he is not forcing you to do shit. That's your own bandwagon taking place. Yeah. Well, I mean, my Steelers didn't make the playoffs. I had to pick a team that made the playoffs to root for. Not necessarily. Yeah. My Lions didn't make the playoffs. I just need Jacksonville to win the fucking Super Bowl. Oh, if Jacksonville wins the Super Bowl, TK's buying the Fed. No, I just need them to win the Super Bowl so WWE would have to send him a belt. Because, <laughs> you know, it would, it would kill them to be like, fuck. All right, this year we're canceling for budget cuts. And then, then he throws it away and brings out a custom-made W belt with Jag colors on it. <laughs> And the sad part is he's petty enough, and if he's in a bad mood, he'd probably do that shit. Or don't get his dad to do it. <laughs> I'm just waiting for somebody to send out their AEW Dynamite tonight at 8 Eastern slash 7 Central on TBS. I'm waiting for that tweet because I think he might have a good one. Yeah, maybe. Well... Other wrestling news is there. One egotistical maniac worked his way back onto the board of directors. And now he's back as CEO. No, he's not CEO yet. Yeah, he is. Is he? Yeah. I didn't see that. Or he's not the CEO, but... He's chairman of the board. Yeah, that's what he was before. That's basically the owner of the company, is it not? It just means he controls the board of directors. But, um, yeah, so he's back. Steph retired, resigned last night at 6.30 and blew the internet up. Uh-huh. Somebody said the WWE was sold to the Saudis. Now it's not sold to the Saudis, and they're still working through it. So who fucking knows? I think it may be a deal. They're just working out the kinks. I think the WWE is trying to do damage control. Or either they threw that shit out there to try to get Universal to up their their money. Universal doesn't have Saudi fun money. No. And so, if the Saudis do buy the WWE, not only is it bad, but they're going to be able to get whoever the fuck they want. Why is it bad? Why if is the Saudis it... buy WWE, they'll have a plethora of money. 
to do whatever the heck they want to do. Yes, they shouldn't have that. You're going to be able to offer somebody fucking $20 million. No. Fuck that. That's that's what's going to kill the competition. That's why WWE was able to sign everybody until AEW came around. I was like, oh, well, we have the most money as a wrestling company, so we'll just give this person $5 million, this person $5 million, that you person You get $5 million, and you get $5 million, and you get $5 million. So, but yeah, just, the, it will probably be, end up being the Saudis because they'll probably be the only ones that let Vince have full control. Well, Vince said he wasn't going to sell the company unless it would go private again and he could be in charge. But, um, I think if the Saudis do buy it, it's going to kill wrestling. But hopefully people have better, better morals or morale or what is it? You had it right. Morals than that and don't take blood money. But we'll see. And all these motherfuckers said they gonna quit watching WWE. I bet half of them won't. Nope. And all these people that say they gonna walk out from WWE. Money talks, bullshit walks, and you ain't walking if they hand you a $5 million contract. No, so hold on. So, I don't believe that fucking shit neither. Hold on. I can see Sami Zayn walking out. I can see KO. I can see Sonya Deville walking out. Those are the people I can see walking out of the company. And Sammy and Sonya have good reasons. A, uh, Sonya Deville is part of the LGBTQ alphabet people. I forgot the rest of the letters. Just say plus. I know there's a plus sign in there. But, um, yeah. So, I can see her walking out since, you know, Saudis don't like the gay or lesbians and Sammy Zayn has Syrian parents and so yeah not good I mean we could get on a whole nother debate about that but it would go political yeah we don't do political shit I'm just saying the reasons on why I think somebody would walk out And plus, they don't even let Sammy go to the Saudi shows. Sammy chooses not to go the same with KO. That, in in 2019 when they did it, they, Saudi said, don't bring Sammy Zayn. So, just food for thought. My head hurts too bad to think. <sighs> It'll be interesting. It will. 
But I think the Saudis are the only ones that will allow Vince to take the company private again and let him stay in charge. Uh huh. That's why I kind of hope they don't buy it. Which pretty much means they will now. Because he's got full voting power, the majority of the voting power. He's put people on the board that are yes men. Mm hmm. So, guess they better start learning Arabic. Yep. What else you got? Um. That's a good question. I really don't have nothing else. Besides. Oh, what about the Jay White news? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, He's all elite bound. I think he'll either go AEW or stay in New Japan. But he said he wanted to come to America, so. I think he'll go to AEW. So that way he could still work in Japan. Just not as much. Oh, the WWE is interested in Hikuleu and Tamatanga. Tamatunga. Which doesn't make sense on why New Japan would put the belt on Tama if he was coming to WWE. Don't know. Maybe they'll take it off of him. And they're going to get themselves in another Carl Anderson situation yep. if they do that. Unless he's already decided that he's going to stay in New Japan. Um, well, we have Dynamite tonight. Yay. Sound more enthusiastic, ma'am. I'm very enthusiastic about it. It's just my head is hurting so bad. And the cat's running through the house sounding like a herd of horses is not helping my head. Maxwell. You little assholes need to chill the fuck out. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. But, um... I'm always excited on Wednesdays when we have church night. So, you think anything exciting happens? Like, maybe a debut of a female wrestler? Possibly. So, wait a minute, time out, let's talk about this. All these motherfuckers that are going to throw heat if she does not show up to my man better back the fuck off because he never said she was showing up. Y'all all assumed, and the first three letters of the word assume is ass, and that's what you're going to do, make yourself look like if she does not show up. But yet, y'all going to blame Tony Khan for that shit. He never said she was coming or not coming. Okay, that's my rant, and that hurt my head. Well, you just said what I was going to say. So, fuck, now I have to come up with something new. <laughs> but, um, no, I agree. If she doesn't show up, TK's going to get a lot of hate. But it was the fans that started the rumor. And I even tweeted that out earlier today. It's like, we as fans started this rumor. So don't blame TK for this shit if she doesn't show up. He never came out and said it. He 
literally never said anything. And the only thing we have that hinted at it is Britt Baker saying she's the boss. Yep. And that's it. Who knows? Maybe Sheeta attacks Tony Storm before the match. Or maybe she comes out after. But who knows? It'll be interesting. But the show, the card tonight's already stacked as fuck. It's a fucking pay-per-view. So even if she doesn't show up, it's not going to break or make the show for me. Make or break the show. My bad. I had it backwards. Like, yeah, fucking Takeshita versus Danielson. A fucking ladder match. Oh, speaking of the ladder match, you know this will be the second time they've had this match in AEW. Only the second time they've... Yes. The first time they had this match was against the Young Bucks and the oh, Lucha oh, Brothers oh. at... Um, no, I get I get what you mean. Um, now. I was, shit, shit, double or nothing or something. I get what I was like. This is not the second ladder match in AEW. No, whatever they called it. But no, I get the what Spanish you're, name they called it. I get what you're saying now. And they didn't have Omega and Pac in it, so those two could be the deciding factor. I think CM Punk's going to be the deciding factor. He gonna come back and cost the elite. The titles? Wouldn't that be some shit? Or Adam Cole comes back and costs the Elite the titles? Adam Cole comes back with the Kingdom. Oh, I love me some Kingdom. I love me some Matt Taven. Penis Popper himself. Mm. But, um... That was the only reason I watched Dark Monday night. Mm. You watch Dark every Monday. Yeah. And Tuesday. I cannot confirm or deny that I was watching that shit last night, sitting in a meeting at church on my phone. And if it came on Thursdays, you would also watch it. I watch Impact on Thursdays, but yes, I would. But I think I support my man and his business adventures. How about that? I think that's all the wrestling. That's all the big headlines currently. Maybe more to follow. Yeah. Oh, no way to this weekend and Twitter will blow the fuck up. Taya Valkyrie called out Mercedes Monet. I'm not a big fan of hers. I don't hate her, but I don't... Yeah, I mean, I don't hate her, but... I'm indifferent. Let me put it like... Yeah, like, even when we seen her wrestle in person at WrestleCade, I was like, eh. I, I mean, she's not a bad wrestler. She's not... Uh, a high-profile female wrestler, which I can't even think of a high-profile female wrestler. Uh, Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter would kick her ass. Uh, Becky Lynch. Charlotte Flair. Yeah, she ain't no Charlotte Flair. Uh, Bianca Belair. Yeah, definitely no Bianca Belair. But Brett I'm Baker. like you. She, you know, Thunder Rosa. She's, Bitch, you better shut the fuck up on Conta Rosa. Um, I mean, she's not bad. She's not like Charlotte Flair, Bianca type. She's better than most. Well, she's definitely better than some. But? But, I mean, if they had a match, I'd probably watch it. 
Oh, Kota Ibushi also said he wants to wrestle Hangman. Oh, well, you knew he was coming to AEW. Thank you, Kenny. Love you. Me well, like- I love me some Kenny Omega, too. Them six-packs that man got. Woo, god damn, I can lick my tongue up and down them six-packs. Anywho. I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Yes, you did. Well, I mean, there's other men I could lick my tongue up and down, too, in that locker room. <laughs> According to... To our friends on Covalent TV. <laughs> but. There was something else I wanted to tell. Oh, yeah. um, The uh, stardom pay, uh, pay-per-view in Arizona. Is officially sold out. But, a, but Mercedes not... Monet is not a needle mover. Hold on. It's not. A stardom pay-per-view. Is it a New Japan? It's a New Japan oh, pay-per-view. And it's in San Jose. Oh, whatever. That's why you're here. Yep. But yeah, she ain't a needle mover. That is sold out with only one match announced. Yeah. So. But she's washed up according to WWE. Oh, Yeah. Oh, last thing. Naomi might be returning to the Fed. As soon as Vince Weaselled his way back into the board, if I was Naomi, would be like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Peace out. I can sit at home while my man makes his money since my husband wrestles for WWE. It's part of the only somewhat decent thing going on. No, I like the Judgment Day. I mean, the Dom shit is stupid, but, I mean, you know, I love me some Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Yeah, Dom ruins the Judgment Day. And Rhea Ripley could beat anybody's ass, male or female. Rhea's good. I just don't find her as attractive as some people do. I'm not saying she's bad looking. You're just not into goth girls. It's okay. Yeah. But, um, no. I do like Rhea Ripley, though. Yeah, you do, because you look at her booty when it's on TV. But, um... She's no Jamie Hayter. What the hell? What's the cat got? I don't fucking know. God damn! (laughs) I think they got a pin. They took a fucking pin out of my purse. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Anybody want some cats? Someone give my cats up. I'll take them. Not really. I love my cats. But they are annoying little fuckers sometimes. We love the kitties. Like, sometimes they're worse than fucking children. And the sad part is you and your sister wasn't bad children, so I really don't know what bad children are. But evidently I've got some bad cats. Ay, ay, ay. Why are you being a little butthole today? I mean, I know there was a full moon Friday, but dang, it's almost been a week. They're going to be... Brittany going to have to do some editing because there's some dead air in here we're going to have to get rid of. That's fine. 
I'm trying to think of shit to talk about, but my head hurts so bad. Because we need to, because every time I've asked you, you fucking ain't done it because you've been playing fucking video games. That's what I... On the computer. So, you've been sleeping. Uh And then school starts next week, so we really going to have to figure shit out. Yeah. I wake up, do my schoolwork, and then the rest of the day I don't do shit. Yeah, must be nice. Guess what? I do shit all day long because my school is a lot harder than your school. Sounds like a personal problem. I got your personal problem. (laughs) But, um... Anyways, on the Dynamite and Rampage and Battle of the Belts. Three AEW shows this week. Yeah, you had to remind me of Battle of the Belts. Uh, I mean, we could just turn it on and talk about it while we watch it. So, Battle of the Belts had Jade Cargill versus Sky Blue. Okay, well, when we get to it, we'll talk about a dipshit. I'm trying to remember dipshit. Like I said, we could fucking turn it on. Anyways, break down Dynamite and Rampage. You know what I like to break down? What? Never mind. I'm be nice. I will have no sexual windows in this podcast. Was this the first show with the new stage? Yes. Oh yeah, the new stage is fucking awesome. It I. I like the old one. I like. But the it new. I. I like the new stage. It I. I like the new stage. I think I need to see it in person. Yeah. Before I make my final judgment. It's alright. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Sounds like a cool name for a finisher. The final judgment. Or it's (laughs) alright. No. (laughs) That could be a move of like a signature or like an over the top rope move. Yeah. So anyway, let's get into Dynamite live from Seattle, Washington. And this crowd was amazing. Yes, unlike the Monday crowd at WWE. Well, okay. <laughs> when has the WWE crowd been any been into anything the past two years? They have been some that were better than others, but this one was terrible. <laughs> so we start off with one Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho. Fun way to kick off the new era of AEW Dynamite. Okay, JJ. It's Dynamite. I love that show. I miss good times. Of course, people nowadays couldn't watch sitcoms back in that day. And who cares? Moving on, we're talking about wrestling. I thought the match was good. The match was very good. Um, I thought Ricky Starks was going to be screwed because they got the worst ref in AEW. Why the fuck was the crowd chanting Aubrey because she fucking sucks donkey dick? Because she's from Seattle. She still sucks donkey dick as a ref. She's from Seattle. I did like the fact that Starks put Jericho into the stairs. It was a good back and forth match between them. It was. Jericho hits the code breaker and changes the momentum that that Starks had. Starks fall out of the walls of Jericho. Not a lot of people do that. No, 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 no. And, of course, we get Angelo distracts the ref. 
Daddy Magic hit starts with a bat. Everybody thinks it's over. And Ricky Starks reverses the walls of Jericho. And Starks gets the win. And, of course, then he gets jumped by the JAS. And he gets help from one Action Andretti. Who comes out to help. But still, there's too many numbers. Um, I like the fact that Andretti is still playing up the fireball to the face shit. He's even playing that shit up on indie shows he goes to. Yeah, he they did a... Um, a community service thing, and he had an eye patch on. <laughs> so, hey, good way to get your career going working with Jericho, and you continue to sell a fireball like that. Dude's gonna be good. Yes, and then of course Jake Hager put Starks through a table. We want tables. so. I'm guessing we're gonna continue this feud for a little bit, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I just don't like the numbers game. Like, yeah. Starks Jericho 101, great match. If you could get rid of all the outside interference and just let them have, like, a one-on-one, it would be an awesome match. I think it's good. Gonna... And the fact that Jericho is now 50-some years old and finally is like, hey, I'll put over the young talent. I don't care if I win or lose because he does what's best for business. Mm-hmm. So next we get a Hangman promo. Yay. Um, Says he isn't cleared as of yet. Crowd boos. Not me because I don't care. <laughs> um, He continues to explain. Says he wants the same thing as Moxley. Um, If the scans come back clean, he'll be able to wrestle next week at the forum. Hangman says he will knock Mox's dick into the dirt. Yes. I want to see somebody knock somebody's dick into the dirt. He also told Moxley in the uh, Road to Dynamite thing they do. Um, He said that he's going to shove this non-alcoholic beer can up his ass. He said it was good, though, but he's going to shove the can up his ass. Mm. I just want to see somebody's dick get knocked in the dirt. Hangman and Moxley are going to beat the fuck out of each other, and I am here for it. I mean, I would knock somebody's dick into my vagina, but that's another story. So next we get Wild Thing hits, and Moxley comes out. I hate that fucking song. Every time I hear that song, I think of Major League. Uh, says Moxley says he wants to knock Hangman out. Surprise, Hangman made it tonight. Um... Says if you think I'm mad at you, Hangman says if you think I'm mad at you for knocking me out, you're wrong. He's angry about how Mox made a joke about his injury. Says Mox, Mox felt feels threatened. Then Moxley says you're a punk ass. Don't belong in a ring with me. Next time you won't get back up. Keep your hands up, bitch. Yeah, I'm ready for this throwdown. Mm-hmm. And you're not even a Hangman fan. Nope. I'm you not. just want to see two people beat the fuck out of each other. Pretty much. And I'm rooting for Moxley. <laughs> so next we get Jared and Lethal versus the Acclaim. Uh, this was for the tag belts, right? You see. Um, I've kind of had enough of Jared on my TV. 
Max Caster's rap had a few good lines in it. The match was good overall. The Acclaim looks to be in control early. Um, They have Lethal on the mat for the Timber Me Scissors. And Excalibur makes the comment that they have Lethal wide open. The things I could say. All the things I could say. Breaking news. It's not wrestling, but it's good news. Damar Hamlin has been discharged from the hospital. Nice. So, good for him. Good for him. And then we see Jay Lethal slaps Billy Gunn. Billy grabs him. The ref ejects Billy from ringside. I believe that was part of Lethal's plan. Then we see Sanjay and Satnam get kicked out. Uh, Refs come out to help get them kicked out. Bowens gets the lethal injection. And Jarrett pins him. And it looks like we have new champs. However, Bowens had his foot on the rope. And Sanjay knocked it off. And the ref didn't see it. However, dumb bitch ref Aubrey tells Stefan, the ref that was roughing the match, what happened. They decide the match will continue. I put in my nose, about time the bitch got something right. Mm-hmm. And the acclaim win and retain. It was an okay match. Wasn't nothing special. Then next we get your favorite. A Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter promo. I'm digging the new tees. We might have to invest in the new tees. I will not be opposed to having another Jamie Hayter t-shirt. It says the killer and the pillar. (laughs) And of course Britt Baker does all the talking because bitch can't shut up. Jamie Hayter says that they are AEW Originals. Baker goes on to say that Tony Storm and Sheeta are great wrestlers. Uh, Jamie is the champ. I'm the boss. She's the killer. I'm the pillar. The biggest take out of that promo was Britt Baker dropping the I'm the boss line. Yes. So, going back to what we said earlier about if Mercedes shows up or not. Um, this line is, think about it how when Darby said he wanted the best in the world and Punk showed up on that, that Friday. Now, I'm not saying Mercedes is going to show up because none of us know. Literally, the only people that know is probably TK, Mercedes, and the EVPs. And maybe Shivani. And if Mercedes is there, the people in the match probably just found out today. Or they're finding out if her music hits or not. But, um... Again... TK shouldn't get the blame if she doesn't show up. And no matter what, it was us as fans that started the rumor. And guess what? If it happens, fuck yes. I'm here for it. 
because I like Mercedes. I've always been a fan of Mercedes, and you know that. But I just, I'm not getting my hopes up. Let me put it like that. But if she does show up on my TV, this house will be rocking. And it won't because because of me. No, it will be because I will be running through the house. But yeah, um, the Brit promo was a Brit promo. The biggest thing is she was the boss. Also, I didn't care about what Brit said. I was just looking at Jamie the whole time. Yes, we know. So, I'm going to read this tweet and tell me what you think. Okay. If Chris Jericho told me to leave a promotion because it might hit a giant iceberg in the next few years, I would listen to the man. The guy got out of WCW before it started to sink, left WWE because wrestling fans wanted an alternative, which became AEW. The Saudi group checked WWE's medicals and the deal is off. WWE now expected to be sold to the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> I understood that reference. I understood that reference too. You have to be a baseball fan to understand that. Yep. But yeah, I think I would listen to Jericho. Oh, Ric Flair said he is happy Vince McMahon is back. Yeah, I think that man has taken a little too many bumps to the head. Oh. Yeah. He wants one last match. So, hearing rumors that the Saudi Arabian Sports Authority pulled out of the WWE sale when they heard the full extent of the company's horrendous human rights record. Damn. What about if Abushi shows up on Dynamite tonight? Oh, if Kodo shows up on Dynamite tonight. Uh, yeah. So everybody's saying that they, like, they got information from WWE source saying that the Saudi rumor was untrue. Just a reminder, the UFC sale was completely false up until about an hour before the press release was sent out, and even high-ranking employees had no idea. Just saying. Mm. Yeah. But, anywho, what happened next on Dynamite? Uh, Next we get a really decent match between Brian Danielson and Tony Nese, the premier athlete. I like Tony Nese. I, I don't mind Tony Nese. They're both good technical wrestlers. The match was very good. Danielson wins by submission. Then Danielson gets on the mic, calls out MJF. MJF comes up, comes out, gives his regular promo spiel. Uh, he goes on to say Danielson will have to become number one contender. And in order for that to happen, he would have to win every week on Dynamite until February 8th. Danielson said no at first, then says he would if he can pick the Stipulation for the match at Revolution. 
MJF agrees. Danielson said it will be an Iron Man match. Taz tried to talk MJF out of it. Tell him not to do it. Um, they both did some mother jokes. MJF name drops. Bischoff, Cornette, and Disco Inferno. I did put the belt does look good on Max. <laughs> I thought this promo went a little too long. Yeah. Overall, it was a decent promo. But, um, yeah, it just went a bit too long for my liking. The best part of this whole promo was Tony Schiavone saying, do it, dumbass. <laughs> do it, dipshit. <laughs> when Danielson said it'd be an Iron Man match, a 60-minute Iron Man match, Taz was like, don't do it, Max. And Tony Schiavone's like, do it, dumbass. Uh, but, um, I don't know how I feel about a MJF hour-long match. It ain't going an hour. I can tell you that right now. Daniel's going to kick his ass. It has to go an hour. I don't know. So, moving on. Next, we get Swerve, big fan, versus AR Fox. Fun match. This was probably the best match of the night. Swerve being a heel is wonderful for AEW, given that they don't have that many heels. Especially since Maxwell is over. Kind of. Maxwell's one of those in-betweens. Maxwell was over when he came back. Yeah. But now, not so much. Um, evidently, A.R. Fox was some sort of mentor to Swerve. Um, there was great spots throughout this whole match. Um, the best part, though, was Excalibur talking about the two guys that were with Swerve, one of them being Parker Brodeur. Brodeur? Bordet. I don't know how you say his name. But anyway, which I'm a fan of Parker. But Excalibur calling the other dude painted man, painted man talking about other guy in the Mogul Affiliates. Then Taz refers to him as painted face henchman. It was a good back and forth between Swerve and Fox. Swerve gets the win by cheating, of course. Swerve is a good heel, too. Yeah. Next, we get uh, a Soraya promo. Um, She's sitting there with Tony Storm and Sheeta. Um, she was asked about what Britt Baker says. Uh, Soraya says she holds back the women's division in AEW. And asks about who her tag partner is. She goes on about the women's division. And says Storm will be her partner. And Sheeta looks pissed. So. Some more. Interesting tidbits. Holy shit. The women had two promos. But I thought TK doesn't give. Women wrestlers time. Hmm. Interesting. But, um, no, anyways. Yeah, he's a male chauvinist pig. Uh-huh. But, uh, anyways. What was I going to say now? Oh. People are just like, oh, well, you have to have Sheeta attack Tony Storm on Rampage or Battle of the Belts. No, you don't. Depending where you put that match on the card, you can have that happen tonight. If they go that route. And if Mercedes does show up as 
Soraya's tag partner. So you can go that route and be like, oh, well, Sheeta attacked Tony Storm before the match. So now I'm without a partner. Luckily, I have a backup plan. Yeah. But everything doesn't have to happen in one week of a wrestling show, people. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Just ask them. You can't just put matches together because you like matches. You can put matches together because you like matches. But when it comes to storytelling, and this kind of being one of the big stories, the big feuds in the women's division right now, probably the biggest, that and Jade and the Red Velvet stuff. But, um... You have to give it time, people. Not everything needs to be explained right there and then. It's called this thing, and I fucking love this thing, and I say it almost weekly. Long-term storytelling. I like long-term things, too. But, um... They could tell a story in my pants. So easy. You could bring out Cheetah. Or, hell, after the match, have Jamie and Britt and Sheeta attack Soraya and Tony, and then Mercedes comes out. There's multiple ways you could do it, people. It doesn't have to be one way. It's like, oh, Sheeta should attack Tony Storm. What if that's not the way TK Brain decided that the way he wants it? But again, I'm not setting myself up for disappointment. So, I don't see Mercedes showing up tonight. Moving on. Moving on. Next, we get a guns promo. I kind of like the guns. This could have been moved to Rampage. Yeah, but it was kind of funny. They come out to pay respect to FTR, kind of like a funeral. I kind of liked it. So, where are we now that that Vince is back? Is FTR going back? To the Fed? Absolutely. I got a tweet I want to read when we get done. Okay. Um. So next we move on. We get Sky Blue and Kiara Hogan versus Jade and Red Velvet. Um. All the men that watch wrestling were very happy because there was a lot of booty in the ring for you. You had some Sky booty. You had some Kiara booty. You had some Jade booty. You had some Red Velvet booty. Um, as Jade was coming out to her entrance, Red Velvet just walks right past her to the ring. Hmm. Some tension. Yes. And we get Sky and Velvet starting the match off. Velvet's getting the shit kicked out of her by Sky, which I the more I watch Sky Blue, the more I kinda like her. I mean, you know, she is a ripoff of Core Jade, but... Fuck that. She was the first <laughs> bitch eliminated in that fucking 20-woman NXT Battle Royal thing they did last night. I was like, oh. Must be nice. But, I mean, Core Jade's nothing but AJ Lee and Darby Allen and CM Punk ripoff. But no. Let's not talk about that. Then we get Jade comes in. Jade starts kicking ass. Jade gets the win and the pin. 
and you can see the tension between Red Velvet and Jade. Do you think Red Velvet will be the one to beat Jade? No. I don't know who is. Truthfully, I don't think anybody is. For now. Well, I mean, they're they're kind of setting it up. Like, Kiera Hogan got kicked out of the baddies. There's tension with Red Velvet. So they're setting it up where, you know, it might, could be one of them on any given night. Jade could have a bad night. I could see it being Red Velvet more. But it would have been Statlander if she didn't get booboony, which sucks because I like Statlander. Yeah, I heard the time frame on her is like the earliest would be like May. Early summer, yeah. late spring. I mean, she did look good at WrestleCade. Yeah, she didn't. She wasn't wearing a brace that I know to. Unless it was under her pants. She yeah. might have had it under her jeans. And she didn't have crutches or one of those walking thingies like she had in Norfolk that she had her knee up on. Yeah. So. Just letting it heal, I guess. In rehab. In rehab. So next we move on to our main event featuring one Samoa Joe, who is also a very good heel. Versus one homeboy Darby Allen for the TNT title. Was a very good match. Darby come out with no sting. Um, match was very good. They kind of went back and forth. I didn't think Darby would win the match. No, I thought Samoa Joe was going to cheat the win. And Darby is your two-time TNT champion. Sting comes out to celebrate. I so wanted Sting to turn on Darby. A lot of people did. And tidbit, this match was produced by John Moxley and Sanjay Dutt. W. So my only question is what happened to the Wardlow-Samoa Joe feud over the TNT title? I think they're going to let Wardlow take some time off. They buried Wardlow. What a shame. They didn't bury Wardlow. I was being sarcastic. People throw that word around too much and they don't know what the fuck it means. I was being sarcastic. Buried is what Triple H tried to do to Jeff Hardy. But anywho. On to Rampage. Dynamite. Fun. Give it 8 out of 10. So, Rampage. We start off with Moxley and Danielson versus Top Flight. So, we got Flyers versus Hitters. This Top Flight Blackpool Combat Club little feud its kind of been interesting. They put on some great matches. Mm-hmm. Top Flight takes out Mox. Uh, I put yet again Cunt Ref making it about her. Then we see Danielson beating up on Darius. Um, Jericho is on commentary and makes a comment about MJF didn't work 60 minutes all of 2022. How is he going to do a 60 minute Ironman match? I don't know. (laughs) Then we have a standoff by all four men. was a very good match between both teams. Mox and Danielson get the win. 
yeah, I'm kind of digging this little feud between Top Flight. I could see if Top Flight stays healthy, I could see them dethroning the acclaim. Yeah. Then give me a Top Flight versus Private Party feud. Well, right now, one of Private Party is injured, so... Have they said what his injury is? Shoulder injury. Hmm. Yeah, Quinn hurt his shoulder. I, I watched that match when it happened. And if you watch wrestling long enough, you can tell when an injury's legit and when it's not. <laughs> this tweet could have been worded better. Let Danielson and Takeshita bang for 20 minutes. Can I bang somebody for 20 minutes? I have a list. Do we want to talk about my list of people I want to bang for 20 minutes? We will later. <laughs> yeah. Probably should have worded that a little better. <laughs> but, um... Fe- featuring of, uh, of tweets that come out. So last night when all this shit was going down with WWE, somebody tweeted, and I kind of agree with the tweet, at the end of the day, Vince likes money a bit more than he likes wrestling. Yep. At the end of the day, Tony Khan likes wrestling a bit more than he likes money. There will always be the difference. Yep. Hi, bud. All right, so are we moving on? Yep. Uh, BCC versus Top Flight. Solid match. Fun way to open up Rampage. The cat's going to try and drink coffee. Never mind. It's iced coffee now because it's cold. Alright, so next we get another freaking Hangman promo. Could he be cleared? Could he not be cleared at this point? I don't give a fuck. I still hate Hangman. He's cleared. I did say it was a good promo, though. But I still hate Hangman. He's cleared. So we get Moxley versus Hangman tonight. Moving on, we get Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus the Renegade Twins, which I kind of like the Renegade Twins. Fuck the Renegade Twins. They're being up on Jamie Hayter too much. Jamie and Britt jump them. Hater gets the shit beat up out of her. She finally Bullshit. fights back. She finally fights back. I put they done pissed off Hater. <laughs> uh, then we see Britt Baker in beating up Robin Renegade. And JR says it's boss time talking about Britt Baker. Hmm. And I literally had to rewind the show to make sure he said what I thought he said. Because I turned around to you and said, did he say boss time? And you're like, I think so. And we, we, we rewound the thing to hear it. And you notice that we I was the only one to tweet about it? Yes. Nobody else noticed it because he said it so softly. And Hater and Baker get the win. Yay. <laughs> I guess that's perks of having the TV turned up to like fucking 70 when we watch AEW. <laughs> I don't know who would dare do that. Just to act like it was like you're there live. Not Just us. think till I get my sound bar. Whew, that shit gonna be rocking. Fuck yeah, the whole neighborhood's gonna be able to listen to it. I'm glad my my neighbor, the old lady neighbor is cool. <laughs> I love Miss Evans. She's cool. Mm-hmm. So next we get a House of Black promo, and they are calling out Eddie Kingston. I put interesting and digging it, though. 
Can you dig it? No. No, I can't. So you're not for an Eddie Kingston House of Black? I am for that, but I'm not digging it for Booker T. <laughs> uh, then we get a Preston Vance versus somebody. It was basically a squash match. Vance looks good. Vance hits the lariat, gets the win, takes the mask off the jobber. Vance and Ho- Jose is dragging jobber up the ramp. I mean, if Preston Vance wants to drag me up the ramp and do naughty things to me, I'm okay with that. I wish and they, he could drop me off at Gorilla for another naughty thing. I wish they would have never unmasked Preston. That was the worst thing they could have ever done. Is unmasked Preston. You totally skipped the last part of my comment. Yes, I did. Moving on. Alright, so, moving on, we get <clears throat> Mike Bennett from Kingdom versus Darby Allen. And Matt Taven on my screen is always a yes, 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 yes. It is for the TNT title. And I noticed Darby didn't come down on his skateboard. It was a good back and forth. Darby had some offense. We see Taven pushes Bennett. And I forgot what I wrote. Uh, Bennett rolls Darby into the ring. Gets a two count. Darby... Takes a beating like normal. Begins to fight back. Darby gets the win and retains. Mike Bennett looked good. As a singles competitor. But I have to say. If you ever get to see Matt Taven wrestle in person. You need to. Penis Popper is awesome in the ring. You sure were paying attention to him in the ring at WrestleKid alright. I cannot confirm or deny that. Guys, ass whooped by the Briscoes. I don't care. I was looking at his mighty fine ass. Guys, ass whooped by them boys. Well, that's fine. I don't mind. I love them boys. I do too. I can't wait till ROH starts. But. And that was Rampage. That was Rampage. It was good. It was good. It was live. I would give Rampage an 8 out of 10. I'd give it a 10 out of 10 because my man does no wrong when booking a show. <laughs> Please note I'm being sarcastic. He's not perfect. He's close, but he ain't perfect. But Battle of the Belt starts off with the Acclaimed versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett in a no disqualification match. Good match. It was whatever. I really didn't pay attention to this match. Because two people decided, like, yeah, we're just going to go live during Battle of the Belts. Instead of waiting after. But it's all right. Because they're fucking awesome. Yep. But, um, from what I saw, it was decent. It it was a decent match. I'm kind of over them and the Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett shit. They need to move on. The Acclaim Retain. And that was that. Excuse me. I got the hiccups. I would say it was the worst match on the card. I was just disappointed that no title switched hands. He should at least let one title switch hands when he does Battle of the Belts because it's getting to the point where it's so fucking predictable. It's kind of giving me WWE vibes, baby. We don't need that. I need you to fix it. Love you mean it. Battle of the Belts isn't a TK thing. It's a 
He Warner. still has to book it, dipshit. No, but Warner Media is the one. Who I know that, it. but he still has to do the booking. I still love you and mean it, but you need to fix it. But then next we had Jade Cargill versus Sky Blue. Really good match. Really great match. You um, can see the improvement on both of them. And for Cora Jade to say Sky Blue is a ripoff of her is a fucking joke. There was a thing on Twitter going about, um, <laughs> and poor Taz. I love Taz. He'll tell somebody to fuck off in a heartbeat. I'm talking about homegrown talent. And if I'm not mistaken, Jade is the only technical homegrown talent from AEW that had no wrestling experience before she came. Hook. Hook probably had wrestling experience because of his dad. Probably, like, training, but his first entering match was Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jade had no training, no nothing. She just jumped in. Um, but it also depends on what you consider homegrown talent as. So that see, was the big thing. That I Taz can... went back and forth with somebody on Twitter. Do not, FYI, do not try to get in a Twitter battle with Taz. That dude knows wrestling like he knows the back of his hand. Same with Tommy Dreamer. But um, what I consider homegrown talent might be different from what you consider homegrown. Like, I consider... Homegrown, not only they train there, but also that's where most of their recognition or star power comes from. So, like, I would consider Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Thunder Rosa, technically. Thunder Rosa. Um, Hook, Jungle Boy. Like, yes. A lot of the people I just mentioned did a lot of stuff on the indies, but they got their big name recognition because of AEW. That's why I consider homegrown as being able to build a star. Ricky Starks, great example. Um, The revolution will be televised. Maxwell. People like that. Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse. Um, Darby Allen. Just people who got their name out there because of AEW is what I consider homegrown talent. Jade is the first person they trained without any experience. And I do consider Jade a homegrown talent. But more goes into it than them just starting their training there, from what I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. It just depends on your definition. And like I said, FYI, do not get in a Twitter battle with Taz about wrestling. And no, I would, if I ever did have a discussion about that with Taz, I would be like, well, this is what I think a homegrown talent is, is somebody who was able to get, build their name in AEW, even though they did stuff on the indies. And that's kind of what he said, too. Yeah. It, it was great. But anyway, what was our third match? Uh, Our third match. Oh, Jade won. Sky Blue and her put on a fucking banger of a match. Our main event was... 
Oh, Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian. Yes, this would have been the perfect time, Tony Khan, for you to take the belt off of that stupid, dumbass Orange Cassidy and give it to a real man in the name of Kip Sabian. I think they're going to have Trent turn on OC. I could see that. And that's going to be what costs OC the title. I could see that. I need Kip Sabian with a belt because I love me some Kip Sabian. But the match, it was all right. It was a really good match. And no disrespect to Orange Cassidy, I just don't like his gimmick. But man can put on some great fucking matches. Like his match with Will Ospreay. Finger. Was a great fucking match. The match with Kip Sabian. Bingo. Great match. So, I mean, he can put on some decent matches. I just don't like his gimmick. I think it's stupid. <laughs> but. Mm. Damn. Um, I need to quit looking at my phone. Mm. With how predictable Battle of the Belts was, I would give it a 6, maybe a 7. I would say the best thing was the Jade and Sky Blue match. But, um, did you see somebody say that Cora Jade's better because she had one three-and-a-half-star match? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know we were talking about mid now. Yeah, I didn't either, but it is what it is, evidently. You know what match was ranked better than a three and a half star? I have no idea. Jamie Hader versus Hikaru Shida. Nice. No, I'm not just saying that because I'm a Jamie Hader stan. Yes, yes you are. Fuck, you caught me. <laughs> but that's all from A.W. DeMar, or la, 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 this last week. Um. Oh, wait a minute. Before we end, I have another tweet I want to read that kind of made me mad. I have another tweet as well. Okay, go ahead. Soraya is on Twitch, and just said Brick gave her two tickets, which she did, and they've been put to good use. Nice. So just more food for thought. But what is your tweet, ma'am? So somebody tweeted out, AEW is run by an insecure man-child with a superiority complex and he can't book worth shit. Wrestling media hacks are going to keep over-dramatizing the WWE for their pro-AEW agendas. They're all losers and douchebags. Somebody replied and said, when did Vince McMahon start running AEW crazy? (laughs) I I saw that tweet. I saw that tweet. (laughs) I will take that insecure man child any day because I love me some Tony Khan. Also, everybody was ragging him because he was hugging one of his players after the football game on Saturday because they had just won the uh, AFC South champion title. I want to work for a boss that does that because all the bosses I work for have been fucking douchebags. The only boss I had was pretty cool. I've had some cool bosses, but I would love to work for a boss like that. 
And he also dropped his phone as he was running into Bro, the locker room. <laughs> if I was in that front row and saw TK drop his phone, I'm jumping over that bitch. Be like, yo, TK, what's your password? I need to see if you've been talking to one Mercedes Monet. Fuck that. I'd be erasing all the contacts and sliding my contact in there. <laughs> but the tweets were great. Somebody's like, yeah, Bruce Pritchard just cashed out somebody 250 grand for that phone. <laughs> We really hope he got his phone back. <laughs> he did because he sent out a tweet saying that, huh, all the people at, at AEW have been nice to me recently. I wonder why. <laughs> I, I love TK shit talking tweets. Yeah, I forgot about that tweet I wanted to talk about. Let's see, what else did I have? Uh, I think that was it. But. Oh, somebody at the uh, WWE event last week had a sign that says, Acknowledge These Nuts. And it was shown behind Roman Reigns. (laughs) Yeah. I really would have liked Battle of the Belts better if we would have had maybe a title change in one match. See, but I'm not mad that OC retained the title because I don't want Kip to lose it right away because I think that title is going to Takeshita. Eventually. Within the next two to three months. No. No. I'd give it like six to nine. No. Yeah. It'd probably be a year before Takeshita gets that belt. It will be middle of the year. How about that? I just said six to nine, bitch. Six to... Wait. We're in January? Oh, yeah. That would be about right. Never Dumbass. (laughs) Do you know there is no cooler or more badass group in wrestling than Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford, The Butcher, The Blade, and The Bunny? The Elite. The Elite. The Elite. The the Elite. Oh, wait a minute. I got another stupid-ass tweet for you. Um, Is it the Disco Inferno tweet? No. Fuck. So, anyways, real quick. Disco Inferno did retweet Covalent TV. So, shout out to them, by the way, again. Um, And he said, because they posted a picture of Don Callis talking to Takeshita at the... Bola event. Uh, PWG Battle of Los Angeles event. Mm-hmm. And this fucking idiot was like, how can he be a superstar if you can't speak English that well? That's what you got Don Callis for, dumbass. Exactly. And guess what? He's a superstar because of his wrestling skills. Because unlike WWE fans, we don't give a fuck about if people can talk or not. Or not. If you can fight, you can fucking fight. Yes. So... Somebody tweeted, yeah, I can lost 99 reasons why some people in that division aren't improving. Some of those queens aren't slaying. 
Somebody replied and said, Quite a few of the women in AEW need to show genuine signs of improvement in 2023. If I was TK, I'd consider cutting ties with those who don't. We are in year four now. Soon it will be time to move talent. Oh, I lost my tweet. I lost it. it. So fucking stupid. No. Soon it will be time to move talent out of the category of green and into the category of genuine, genuine terrible. So this dude on Twitter is just shit posting, but he said Pit Road's better than the Elite. He's shit posting. They are. They are better than the elite. Okay, I think that's it. We're done. Yeah, that's it. Um, we'll see you guys. I don't know when. We got to record a random ship episode because we haven't done one. Uh, can we do that after I eat lunch? Sure. Okay. But. Be sure to watch Dynamite tonight because it's going to be a banger because it, the card is should be a pay-per-view card, but it's not, and you're getting it on free fucking TV. And you may or may not get a debut. Or two. Or two. And maybe a return. It's all about the boom. Oh, if Adam Cole came back tonight, I am jumping through that window. Please don't break my window. It's cold enough. Is my sister back yet? She was supposed to come back this morning and meet your nana at the IHOPUS. Oh. Which I gotta go over to your nana's house. I wanna go with you. I wanna see if Salem's still there. No, I think Salem is gone. Fuck. Never mind that. I wanna go over there. Cause you know as soon as your sister get back in town, she getting her cat. It's like, I'm coming to get Salem. She have a Salem withdrawal. Uh-huh. She texted me like twice as like, I miss Salem. But, we'll see you folks next time. Yeah, we might record Saturday since we gotta be up at 7 fucking 30 in the morning. Go Man City! Go United. But, goodbye people. Bye peoples.